That's pretty much what and society are the main is made ones. of. <laughs> is dopey civilian and crazed lady in the distance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Trace Day, Lucky Pokemon, and finally the Ultra Bonus Unlock announcement. All that and more on this episode of GoCast. Woo! Welcome to episode 11 of the GoCast podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. My name's Chris, and I'm joined by... Ness. Hello, Ness. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I'm so tired. Yeah, we're both, a, we're both a little tired. We're doing this very late on Monday night. No Kyle today. We, he kind of opted to go for Moltres today, and then he had to work on Sunday. He also works on Monday nights, but we opted to do Monday night recording tired over there, huh? Yeah, uh, we're opting buddy. to do a Monday night recording because uh, there was kind of a rumor going around and then it was like kind of confirmed, half confirmed from somewhere. Anyway, we had our money set on them and doing the ultra bonus unlock on Monday, letting us know what it was going to be today, the 10th of September. And so we decided not to record on Saturday mm-hmm, and or Sunday because, mm-hmm. you know, put the episode out and then we'd be sitting on that big news for about a week. So here we are recording late. On a Monday night. And things have happened. Boy, have they happened. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Ness, how was your week? Because there was a lot of stuff that happened in the past like seven days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Most of the past like three. Let's see. I didn't record last week, so it's been weeks. Oh, that's right. But I didn't really do anything that last week. And then this past week, a lot has been going on. So I wasn't really able to play for a while there, but this past weekend, we really kicked it into gear. I was able to finish my goal of two weeks ago which I think was um, get at least halfway through level 35 and get through my EVs on the Celebi quest. And I did both of those. Well, I actually... <laughs> by the skin of your teeth, I know. did it last night. <laughs> I woke up this morning at 3 a.m. in a panic that I may have forgotten to evolve my EV into Umbreon last night. And I forgot that I did it the night previous. So Like five hours prior to that. I know, I know, but I was panicked. <laughs> Wait, so where are you staying on the Celebi quest then? You're on, you're on I'm on step six... That is the spin seven Pokestops, use 25 oh, pineapple berries. Oh, the big time dump. Yeah. Yep. So I got another week, at least, on okay. that. And then I'm almost to level 36. I'm about 200,000 off. I have a Clefable as my buddy now. That's exciting. And we did Moltres Day, which was the first legendary bird day that I got to go to that I wasn't working on. Yep. So that was really exciting. It was we, fantastic. We got to raid with... One phone. Yeah. We got to raid with uh, Terry Wolf and Thundercub and Kyle. Yep. It was a lot of fun. And a handful of other Woodstock people. Yeah. It was a really, really good time. It was great. We had two cars set. You know what? We're going to get to Moltres Day in a little bit. We just want to talk about it. I know. It was really... It was the majorly exciting part of our week. <laughs> it was incredibly fun. Yes. How did things go with you, Chris? Well, uh, as far as goals go, I just barely didn't make it to my 2 million mm-hmm. EXP mark. So I almost got a million experiences past week. With, you know, all the playing Oh, that and we Stardust. Did. Stardust the, was exciting. Stardust was exciting. How much Stardust did you walk away with again? About 300,000. Total for that, that week or just from Ultra's Day? Just from Ultra's yeah, Day. Yeah, from Ultra's Day. I was about to say, like, you got a lot more than that. Yeah. Because we went to the city and walked around yesterday, we too. We did things so. and we did. stuff. Sure did. My Lots favorite. 
So yeah, Moultrie's day was really great. But as far as my goals go, I'm at one million nine hundred thousand on level. I know that one hundred thousand short is really quite a bummer. Um, but that's still a lot more than I was actually expecting. That was kind of a high bar for myself that I, I set. You know what? My one major big continuing goal has been to get an Alola Marowak. That's right. And Ness, the fantastic goat wife that you are. What? Greatest of all time. Oh. <laughs> uh, not not like an actual goat. <laughs> oh, God. That, that, I was like, that's a new I name. You know, I think that's the first time I've actually said, like, used that phrase, it like, is. goat, out loud. That's before. why. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. No, should we pause the podcast and talk about this? Yikes. Like, yikers, dude. No, um, but she's fantastic, and she traded me. We made a trade. For You're right, I am. Yeah, I am fantastic. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so thank you. You're um, welcome. Because, again... You you were there while we were out for Moultrie's I day was there. before and afterwards, and then all day in Chicago we walked around, mm-hmm. didn't see a sing- we didn't even see one four star raid. This morning there was an Alola Marowak raid oh, at work. You know I saw. My God! <laughs> well, we were riding back on the train, Alola Marowak, like mm-hmm. a stone's throw away from one of the train stations we had to stop at. Yes. And I wanted to throw my phone on the floor. <laughs> I was so frustrated, but but luckily, you know. Ness came in and, and saved the day. So I did promise it for you on record. It's like true. Five, four or five episodes back. It's true. I said, if you didn't have one by this point, I would give you mine because I'm not doing the living decks. I really appreciate it. You're Fantastic. welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. But we also did a couple of lucky trades. Yeah. Over the past, that was um, also really this exciting. past week. And not only did we do a couple of lucky trades, we got seven lucky trades. In, in a, a row. row. In a row. So we swapped Clefables, which is yes. Ness's buddy right My now. My buddy. It's a gigantic Clefable. I know. The Clefable <laughs> model in this game like goes up to your freaking head. It's over my head, I think. The puff is like next to your yeah. face on top of its head. I They're very it. tall. Very yeah. gigantic Pokemon. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't know. But we also swapped Mamoswines, Vileplumes, Rhydons, Dodrios, Persians, and Electabuzzes. Mm-hmm. Now, three of those seem unexciting. It's because we decided we identified three identical Pokemon that we both had, both from 2016, yes. and then made um, swaps for Pokemon that were going to be relevant in the new uh, generation when it comes out. So, for example, I swapped my old Vileplume for her new pillow swine. Yes. And then she swapped her old Vileplume for one of my new pillow swines. And seven in a row were lucky. Actually, the Clefables were a Clefable for a Clefable. So. And this is saying we both had over 10 lucky Pokemon at that point. So yes. the, the guaranteed lucky did not apply to us. Yeah, we'll it should not the, have applied we'll to us. We'll get into the details about that later because it was kind of confusing for a lot of people. A little bit, yeah. But for us, yeah, for some reason, I don't know. We were sitting on our kitchen floor last night swapping these guys back and forth. <laughs> and seven in a row. That's incredible. Yes. I was blown away by how lucky yeah. we were. Literally lucky. Mm-hmm. We were fantastic. Got some good trades. Yes. And then um, we had the Tyranitar and the Mewtwo earlier in the week. Sure did. Yeah. I want to say like five or six days ago, I swapped yeah. to them Mewtwo because I you owed didn't me have one. 10 yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't have 10 lucky trades, so you traded me something. Right. And then we swapped for the Tyranitar as well. Yeah. Yes. It's been a great week for us. It has been. Trades-wise and Pokemon Go in yes. general. So yeah, then... Moltres Day happened. You know what? Why don't we just get into that? So let's go into the news here. Moltres Day happened. It was on Saturday. It was from 1 to 4 o'clock for us, but it was your normal community day window. Mm -hmm. It was every gym. Just you guys know the drill by now. This is the last legendary bird. This is all part of that global research challenge. So they say. Mm hmm. Uh, well. 
time, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and there was a chance of this mole trace being shiny. Nesson, I, Kyle, Terry, and his daughter, Thunder Cub, we went out mm-hmm. and we did some fantastic mole trace raids. We only had one hiccup on that first gym where we all kind of disconnected for a little bit. We had two cars going. It was all of us jam-packed into Terry Wolf's car, which was a lot of fun. Had a really great time. He was so gracious enough to be our raid leader guide that day yet again. I got to hang out with Thunder Cub. It was fantastic. Yeah. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. And we did kind of the circuit that everybody else in Woodstock was doing, except backwards. So we kept running into fragments of like the community doing their own raid trades and stuff yeah. it was so neat Run, just like running into people like, pulling into a parking lot and like seeing other people like pulling everybody like honk their their horns and stuff like that showing oh, each other's luckies in their faces like, how many shinies did you get and mm-hmm. they're like none yet we're like oh, okay yeah but the whole shiny situation was kind of interesting and kind of a sad story for <laughs> some people in our party kyle and i poor kyle Oh, Kyle. So how many did we do? We did like 24. 24. We did 24 mole trace raids. Star piece is going. The egg's going. Nothing else. We walked away with at least a handful of mole trace. Yes. And a lot of experience and a lot of stardust. But really, you're kidding yourself if you're not saying that you at least wanted at least one shiny mole trace. Ness, how many did you walk away with? Five. I walked away with four. Yes. Kyle walked away with zero. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> Unfortunately. And he was also having a hard time catching. Actually, you know mm-hmm. what? Not just him. Yeah. We were all having a really hard yeah. time catching these. They were really tough. They were weather boosted for us. It was windy over by mm-hmm. us. So we were both kind of lucky and unlucky in that respect. We were catching a bunch of them. And also, Kyle was the only person in our raid group of nine that was not Valor. His <laughs> instinct. So he had, you know, two or so less raid You've balls. You've been watching our Twitter feed. Yeah. You, you would know. Yeah. He had a few less premier balls than everybody else did. So yes. he was kind of at a disadvantage from the get-go. But also just on top of that, the number of premier balls shouldn't matter if it's shiny because it's a, you know, one-hit catch if you can land it. He just was very unlucky. So apparently the chances were, uh, according to the Sylph Road, one in ten for this time. So, really? which is increased. I so thought it was for, one in twenty. Yeah. So for Zapdos Day, it was one in nineteen. For Articuno Day, it was like one in fourteen, one in fifteen ish. Sorry, okay. one, sorry. Articuno Day was one in twenty. Sure. Zapdos was like one in thirteen. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then this one, Moltres Day, was supposed to be like one in ten. Wow. That's what people were saying. But you know what? I also think those numbers are kind of skewed because even if their sample sizes are kind of the same. The sort of people that are going to want to report their are the ones that got all the luckies. Are like I caught ten, you yeah. know, like wow, isn't that incredible? I want to yeah. tell somebody about it. I'll write a post to the Sulf Road. Not saying that that devalues their research. No, I, and stuff I feel like, like that. the people that but, didn't catch any luckies would also want to talk about it because they're that's mad. Fair. That's fair, you know. And I, I see every single time that they make one of these posts that they're like, "This is the margin of error." Sure. So they do account for that, I suppose. You know, mm-hmm. I take it back. I don't mean to offend any. Retract the statement. (laughs) I don't mean to offend any Sylph Rotors out there. I do. I make an official retraction of my statement earlier. Anyway, Um, TLDR, we're sorry, Kyle. It was a bummer. That you didn't get any shinies. But the upside is is that he has tons of friends that are willing to trade him. want to trade him shinies. Exactly, yes. Yes, we have a good network. Also, I ended that day. Shout out to Terry Wolf for trading me a Togetic. That's right. Thank you so very much because I didn't have one yet. Everybody else does, Mm -hmm. apparently. Yep. I don't know why I'm not getting them. I hatch eggs like a madman. I didn't even hatch mine. Mine was uh, wild. Yeah. Wild spawn. Start on that. That was for the Johto event, wasn't it? Uh, it was after. Oh, no, it wasn't the Johto event because Togetic's not a Johto event. It was after. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just a random, it was the rare spawn of the day. Wow. Yeah. Jealous. I should start posting those. You should. I have a lot of rare spawns. I get at least one a day. Sometimes I get two. You did. Yeah. You're changing jobs. No, no. Changing jobs, changing locations to arguably a better location. Yes, that's true. With more Pokemon. We'll see how that goes. Uh I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Very promising. Sam Ultrace Day was a success for our crew. Yeah. Even for Kyle, because, you know, how many people can say that they had enough people to go around and do 24 24 raids? I'm kind of speaking for him. I'm sure that he'll have... Plenty to say about it next week when we get him to sit down and talk with us again and record. So look forward to hearing about that from him. But what do you think now that you... This was your first... It was. Ness, this is your first Legendary Bird raid day. Yes. I've done all of them. Yes. So my opinion is tired at this point in time. Yes. Nobody wants to listen to you. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Um, I do. But what about <laughs> what about you, though? Like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. How, I had a really good time. How do you think the structure that event like, goes down? Because you also had the, the benefit, right? Sure. Uh, this is the third time that we've done this. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was kind it was of tight. like... It yeah. was tight. Terry Wolf was like, this is our route. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going. I know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. I did one on foot. I did the second one with Terry Wolf. We were kind of like, not really sure. Yeah. He was kind of... He was more sure. Groups and stuff like that. And this last one mm-hmm. had it together. Yes. I got to hand it to Terry and his crew. They know their community backwards and forwards. And, you know, we know that community a little bit. We don't know all the stops. We don't know the x-ray gyms. We don't even know that in our own community. We kind of dabble in different communities because we don't really have too much of one in our neighborhood. But I couldn't even imagine knowing all of that information, like, down to the minute they had it. You know, it was get in the gym, do the raid. As soon as you're done with the battle, start walking to your car and start catching. So, like, they had it down. And yeah. that was that was yeah. really cool just to see all that and run into everybody in the community and, you know, cheer when anybody gets a lucky and then Kyle boos. That was really nice. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Right. Yeah. And then, you know, having the two cars, it was a lot of fun. There were a lot of fun things going on and just, like, wrapping it up, talking afterwards. It was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I wasn't too tired afterwards. It seemed okay. I wasn't stressed. Yeah, good. this one was a very low stress day, yeah. but you also had most luck out of all of us for the shinies. Yes, so. that's why I don't stress. <laughs> oh. Fire chickens don't like stress; they can smell it. That's true. This poor you gotta stay zen. Sunburned firebirds. Gotta stay zen. They got enough on their plates. Yes. Plates on plates. So, well, we hope that you, dear listener, also had a successful yeah. little trace day. Um, and if you did or you didn't, and you'd like to share a story with us, please go ahead and shoot us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. But there's so much more news to talk about. And I know you guys want us to get to the big piece, but there's one other little thing we want to get to first, and that's Lucky Pokemon. Now, Lucky Pokemon is old news, but they did come out with some new stuff, like this whole guaranteed Lucky Pokemon thing that's been going on. So, on September 5th, Niantic announced that trainers would receive guaranteed Lucky Pokemon if they're traded under very specific circumstances. And those are, one of the two trainers must have received less than 10 lucky Pokemon from trades, which is the only way you can get them, so 10 lucky Pokemon in general. And the traded Pokemon must be caught between July 2016 through August 2016, so just because it's 2016 doesn't mean it automatically qualifies. It has to be between July and August. Although, of course, old Pokemon in general have a higher chance. Of being lucky. So, you know, don't sell yourself short if you have a December 26 Pokemon, 20, sorry, 2016 Pokemon that you would like to trade. That yes. still has a very high chance of becoming lucky. Yes. And all so, of ours just happen to be from New York. 
Yes, that's true. That's where we were. We played a lot. Yeah, so we're getting a lot of a lot of mileage on those trades too. That's true for our pile of metals. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the guarantee works if both conditions are met for at least one participant of the trade. In other words, the minimum required condition under which a guaranteed lucky Pokemon can be attained is as follows. And this is an example, and most of this is from an article from Pokemon Go Hub, and we will link that in the description as we always do. Trainers Bob and Alice perform a trade. At least one of the trade participants, so either Bob or Alice, must fulfill the conditions listed above. If both Bob and Alice fulfill the conditions above, nothing changes, because the game only takes into account one participant that fulfilled the conditions, similar how it takes the older Pokemon in normal non-guaranteed trades. So, both of the Pokemon that you trade don't have to be from 2016 in that... Just one. Yeah, in that range. Just one of them. Mm -hmm. So, you can do what we did. Yes. Which is... And again, we did this without the guarantee because we both had 10, although it worked out really well for us. So, use this as a sample size. Whatever. (laughs) This will work out... Probably should work out really well for you. We're looking at you, Silph Road. We're eyeing you. Take our stats. We're eyeing you. Yeah. Sit down with a friend. Identify two old Pokemon that you both have. Mm-hmm. Then identify a Pokemon that you want to be lucky. Trade one old Pokemon for a Pokemon that you want to be lucky that's probably useful. And then swap back and forth. And do it with two trades. Don't don't just trade the one trade of the old guys because you're wasting yeah. opportunity. They're it's, probably not right. great. It, it, like Having two old Pokemon doesn't up your chance. It's right. the same chance that it right. would have been in the first place. So don't waste your trading fodder. Just spread them out. You know, of course, keep in mind the uh, special trade thing, but hey. And then on top of that, the new thing is that minimum IVs for lucky Pokemon are now 12, 12, 12. They're stronger now. So 80% IV is the lowest it can be. I know. We had some some lucky trades earlier on where it was like 53%. We're like, what's this? Yeah, that was, well, this isn't lucky at all. Yeah, it was really lame. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Uh, but hey, whatever. Yeah. I think I think the lowest was like 60. I think I got like a 76 something. I think I got a 60. Which was like <laughs> a not, few of them or something. Not great. I was not writing home about that one at all. But these ones we got the other day were was like. Was that the Mewtwo? They were all like, yeah. Yep. 76. Yikes. Yikes. Mine indeed. was a 98. Well, what? Uh, was 98? Yeah. Your Mewtwo was a 98? Yeah. That you sent me. Really? Yeah. What? It's salty. Oh my gosh! Oh I thought it was like ninety-one. No. Ninety. Okay, whatever. We're done. <laughs> yeah. So get out there and trade. The guaranteed lucky trade is a little bit more difficult to navigate, but you know the biggest way is even if you have more than ten or less than ten, as long as it's an older Pokemon, twenty sixteen, even early twenty seventeen, your chances are going to be like sixty percent or higher. I mean, that's that's what the Silph Road numbers were looking at. They were like, if it was. In the guaranteed space, it was 100%. But the next tier down was like, I don't know, a few months after that, you were getting like 65, 70% success chance. So you're fine. Just get out there and trade lucky Pokemon and have a good time. Bless the Sylph Road that led me straight to you. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sylph Road. Apparently, you brought my wife to me. You know what, though? Let's talk about the Ultra Bonus Unlock. That's what everybody came here to, to hear. That's why we're place. recording late. This is like the big news, the big thing. This is what everybody's been waiting for all summer. The big kakuna. <sighs> the big kakuna. Yes. <laughs> There's so, a joke. Was, Did you get it? That was pretty Did cute. Did you understand? That was great. I got it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we're going to hold off on our opinions until after we lay out this entire thing. Because this event is threefold, actually. Yes. It's a big deal. So here's the first part. Articuno, Zapdos, 
and Moltres will be in raid battles from September 13th until September 20th. And uh, during that time, it's going to feature increased Kanto spawns worldwide and new Kanto-specific raid bosses from September 13th through the 30th, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is an extended window. Yes. So the Kanto spawns, they've done this before. This is probably the last time they're doing a Kanto spawn window. And the Kanto-specific raid bosses, we don't know what they are yet, but they're probably going to be the ones we've seen in the past. We don't know if this means Alolan forms or what have you, you know, oh, Kanto Pokemon. But the Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, they also made a point to say specifically that you also have a chance of getting the shiny forms. So if you missed one of these days, get out there during this week that they're available and catch as many as you can. Yeah. You have a chance of them being shiny. Yeah. Piece number two and the piece that people were kind of right about. People were saying Mewtwo Raid Train Day, just like we have for the, the Legendary Birds, but here we go. We got something a little bit different. Mewtwo is joining regular raid battles. He was exclusively EX raid battles prior to this. He's going to be joining regular raid battles on September 20th, and that'll be through October 23rd. They have said nothing about Shiny Mewtwo. It's not going to be one day for three hours or whatever. I kind of wish it was. It's kind of a Mewtwo month instead. Yeah, that's true. I kind of wish it was a Mewtwo raid day. I do. Hmm. I like to get things out of the way. We'll circle back to that in just a second. Okay. Then the last piece, and this is the piece that I'm most excited about. Yes. Is that Farfetch'd, Kangaskhan, Mr. Mine, and Tauros are going to be available in seven kilometer eggs, allowing everybody to complete their generation one Pokedex entries. And this wasn't said in the English version, but in a translated Japanese version of the article that was put out for this, they said a specific date. It's starting on the 13th when the Kanto event goes live. So don't go around and getting your seven kilometer eggs trying to get these guys now. And these guys will only drop. They're joining Alolan Pokemon. So it's not going to be just these. It'll be on Thursday, Mm -hmm. the 13th. And it'll only be from eggs that you've received after that event started. Yes. It won't be before. And then if you hatch them during the event, oh, it's not the thing. Oh, of course, it's not the thing because it wasn't from the event. Right. So that's how that works. All right. So mm-hmm. we'll get to Mewtwo Day in just a second. Yes. What do you think about the three birds coming back? I know a lot of people are kind of upset about it because yes, we just had <laughs> the three days dedicated to them. So why have three more birds back in the gym i know it's just for a week and i like i understand the frustration but i'm also excited about it i didn't get to go to all the days i mean i have all the birds because you helped but a lot of people didn't get to go to the days and they missed out and it's just nice for people to be able to kind of pick up it seems like they're wrapping up gen one oh 100 yes so they're like finish your pokedex because in the tweet in the tweet from pokemon go it said and maybe discover new pokemon dot 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 conspiracy theories <laughs> think what you might tinfoil hats right, but i right. think they're closing up that part of the pokedex well, and they're going to start switching everything out oh, okay that's not even like a okay okay i theory. thought i thought i was unique no i'm, I'm agreeing <laughs> with you i'm agreeing with you there's definitely not it's not something they came out and said mm-hmm. so i i agree with your your thought pattern 100 yeah. percent. very clearly bringing this generation to a close yes. they're like hey you didn't have a chance to go to japan we'll bring japan to you in an egg like, like do everything now absolutely so yes. this canto events i'm kind of excited about I, I would like to see so okay yeah i have 149 out of 151 i'm only missing regionals sure you're missing what you're like in 147 some, some like evolutions that. and then some and then the regionals a couple of regionals uh-huh. so 
what would make this event worthwhile to me as somebody that has 149 and I'm really only going to be hatching eggs during this thing. If they do increased evolved form spawns sure, yes. in the wild, that will make the event I want to be. I just want to be swimming in Pokemon. I want to be drowned in like 10,000 spawns right next to my house. I want to They're be in a, a ball pit of Pokemon. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping this event will be. Just let them all spawn at once. That'd be incredible. All of them. No Just thanks. Pfft. Yikes. Yeah, that'd be really great. I, I would. That's what I want. <laughs> I, you know what? You've won me over. I want that, but I want them all to be the stage two and above. I want them all I to be Weedles. Wading through Charizards right. and pushing over Venus. Why? I actually really just want to see a wild Dragonite because I've never had that experience. And I, I remember when it was had. happening. Yep. Just we weren't playing. I don't know. What were we doing? We were doing something that day when the Dragonite spawned uh, downtown in DTA. Um, we were just not around that area. We were at work, I believe. Yeah. Yes. That's happened. Dragonite spawns happen, and they yes. still happen to yes. this day. Just, they're incredibly rare. Oh, we're still waiting for the Lunatone. I'm going to be drowning in Lunatones yes. no, in my sleep. not going to be happening because it's not a cancer Pokemon. I want to suffocate me in I my wish. sleep. Oh, yikes. Okay. Um, <laughs> could you imagine waking up and seeing a moon-shaped oh my rock gosh. just on top of your face? With the eyes? The Ooh. red eyes? Ugh, never mind. Take that back. Nightmare Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too thrilled about the birds, but I'm thrilled about the cancer event. Okay. I, okay. I take that back. I'm thrilled for the birds for people like you were describing before. Yeah. I didn't have the chance to go out and do it. It'll be fun for them to play catch up. Sure. It's cool to see that level of forgiveness in this game. Mm-hmm. But, but I diverge from that opinion when we get to the Mewtwo part of this. Okay. Okay. So you and I have both been to EX raids. Yes. We have made time to go to EX raids. We have talked about how much we hated the times that EX raids were at and we hope that they ended. Like, right. We but, stated that. The EX raid itself was not necessarily at fault. It was the time. Yeah. The time was the worst. Well, and now, the system was kind of cruddy. Yeah, so they did away with it like we asked. All right, so tell me what you like about the Mewtwo day, or sorry, the Mewtwo month, and what are your thoughts on Mewtwo month? It's an exciting new raid boss. A lot of people that didn't get a chance to do the EX raids or couldn't make them can, you know, stack them up quite a bit. You get a chance of getting some good IV Mewtwo's. Okay. And you get to battle with a lot of your friends that you maybe not wouldn't have seen during X raids because you were battling at a random time, random place sort of thing. So this is going to become more of a community thing, and I think that's really exciting. And I only have, I think I have two. Yeah. So here's the common counter argument that I I really I feel this counter argument. Sure, sure. My official stance is that I'm happy that everybody gets a chance to do it. And I understand yes. that it's cool wrapping yes. up the generation. Yep. Of course, this basically guarantees to us that they're going to rotate in somebody else into the Deoxys, EX. Maybe. Yeah, probably Deoxys. Yeah. You know, literally anything else besides me too. Shake it up, maybe change the system up a little bit. Anyway, sure. this basically means they're putting it into bed at least soon. Yes. Right? Or people can stop complaining about it. Yes. But here's the thing, is that EX raids have been happening for a, a while now. Mm-hmm. It's been almost like a year, I think. I think almost. No, it's been all over a year. It's been over a year sure. since at least the Japan event where he was uh, announced okay. and released for that first group. Fair, fair. People have learned this system, this very complicated system. Mm-hmm. People have participated in this complicated system. People have gone out of their way to make it happen. And even though... Didn't it, we take time off work? Yes. I feel like we yes. did. At one I, point I, mean, time. I, I know I did. Or yes. I left work earlier or came in yes. earlier, whatever I had to do. But I know that a lot of people 
you're probably sitting at home thinking like i wish i had work that was flexible like that and, sure you know I, we know i get it i'm all these things i'm about to say it's not from a place of misunderstanding. I really understand and appreciate the fact that the EX raids were rather impossible, and in some case, actually just absolutely impossible yes. for some people to attend. But the feeling of accomplishment that you had when you went to these EX raids, you're like, I'm so excited to be here. This is such a special exclusive thing. You get Mewtwo, which has traditionally been, especially for Gen 1 or sitting over there. Mm -hmm. That's you. That's me. Like, the excitement around getting a Mewtwo yeah. was captured perfectly in those moments, mm -hmm. to a degree. You know, like, the level of exclusivity is, is fun. And so, for me, when I'm looking at this and it's like, everybody gets Mewtwo now, it kind of steals a little bit of that, that specialness away. Now, again, I understand that that's 100% selfish. And anybody who's making this argument, you have to understand that you are coming across as really self-centered it's a, it's a lot selfish. of the the players that have been really dedicated for a long time so i think between right. you and i you've been playing longer than i have you've been a lot more dedicated than sure. i have and i'm still pretty new to my picking this up again it's been a few months since i've picked it up so i haven't been playing continuously for years like you have at this point and everything's still exciting and i'm excited for the community to get privileges and rights and things and yeah it's fun to do the exclusive thing but that's not what this is really about right and i'm saying and i'm kind of shaming people that are coming from my perspective i'm well, saying don't do that either well okay <laughs> i'm saying it's selfish and stuff like that but also in the same breath there is some credence to that you sure. want mewtwo to be special yeah so anybody that says oh they're kind of taking the specialness away i'm one of those people but at the same time like, there's gonna be you... there's gonna be another special pokemon for, coming up for a month so this mewtwo thing so this is this is wrapping it all up Everything will be done. Everybody gets a, a shot at it. Yeah. And then, you know, the next round, Deoxys or whatever is going to happen is going to be the next special Pokemon. And then you have okay. a year to sit on that one and be exclusive and pretentious. <laughs> I love being pretentious. I it's know. Like my favorite pastime. Ugh. No, but I, if maybe I would feel better about this because you're 100% correct. You are. You're right. Like, if it's time for us to move on, it's time for us to move on and everybody should have a, a fair shot at it. And I think it's really wise of Niantic to look at the situation and go, look, like 90% of our player base, probably 95% of our player base hasn't had an opportunity to go experience an EX raid and do it with their friends or whatever. And we didn't want that, you know? Yeah. They, they probably wanted more people to have that access I mean, to it. it. <laughs> but then I would feel so much better about it if, like you said, they made the announcement and we knew Deoxys was coming out soon. Or something like that. I think one of the other cons of it that you haven't touched on is that it kind of dampens trading a little bit. You know, because there are people that have been traveling and, you know, they have the coveted Kangaskhan, the Mewtwo, you know, things that everybody wants. And it definitely dampens the trade networks a little bit. But again, I just see it as wrapping it up and there's going to be more things on the horizon that we can stalk and trade cross country and yeah. go to EX rates for and do the whole thing all over again. I think it's just wrapping up the generation and I think that's fine. That's how I feel about it. I think you're right. Yeah, ultimately, while I do want to take it personally... <laughs> I mean, I get it. I absolutely get okay. it that as a more seasoned player, I know a lot of, you know, the 40-plus folks that have been working their butts off for the oh, past I mean, couple I of years. Have, like, I've I know. caught, like, three of them. They're I know. Older, they have, like, 30. I know, but I mean, I know that this event doesn't necessarily appeal to a lot of the more steadfast players that are higher ranked that have, you know, complete Pokedexes. They're like, well, I already have this, so what's the point? I think it's just more of a community event, wrapping it up, sharing it with everybody that all of the exciting things at once and then moving on. And that's kind of a bummer, but I think it's just a 
a base for new excitement. And that's the way I'm trying to look yeah. at it. This is what growth looks like. And this is what we were all asking for. So yes. the sort of players that just started playing that don't even know what a Mewtwo is and people that have 50 Mewtwo's across the range, they were all like, we want new Pokemon. And this is what it looks like. This is what has to happen sure. for us to move forward mm-hmm. with generations. Because you can't just have Mewtwo staying around in EX rates forever. Yeah. So. <sighs> Okay. What a time. Thank you. You brought me, you brought me a, a new level of closure I wasn't expecting to have from that conversation. That's so. what I'm here for. <laughs> I appreciate you. So this last part, okay. the most exciting <laughs> part, is the regionals and the seven kilometer eggs, right? Yeah, you said that. Yeah, but now what do you think? I got to sneak oh. in and say I was excited about it. I'm excited and, about I mean, it, yeah. For obvious reasons, we get to wrap up our Pokedex. Hello. Yeah. Very, very jazzed. I'm excited to have things besides... Meowth and Sandshrew, <laughs> and those are little yeah. So it'll be nice to have some variation and to have some new surprises that we may have never seen otherwise. I mean, we're going to probably be going to Australia next year, but we'll have some new regionals to hunt down. But it'll be nice to have a chance at those things that we just didn't have the trade networks for. So I'm excited yeah. for some variation to not hate Alolan eggs for a while. We're going to be excited to... I feel like this is to... going to make me hate Alolan eggs a little bit more. Why? Because I'm going to be like, oh, I need... I'm going to, I'm going to hatch a Mr. Mom right away. Oh, I'm, my I'm goodness. I'm telling you this. I'm going to hatch my Mr. Mom right away. Yes. And then it's going to be, be meowths. 50 eggs <laughs> until my freaking Kangaskhan. Yeah. And it's then gonna I'm going to hatch like six of them and end up sending one to you. And then as soon as I send it to you, you're going to hatch one. Yeah. Because yep. that's how it works. Yep. That's going to be bad IVs. So it'll be fine. Yep. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I so, think it'll be fun. Again, reminder for everybody at home, that event starts on Thursday when the Kanto event goes live. The 13th. So, hold off on opening up your gifts for the 7-kilometer eggs, and you'll be in a much better spot for that. So, yeah, that's your bonus unlock. We hope you guys are as excited for it as we are. And the mixed emotions kind of all over the board. We, we kind of I think we them. can enjoy it. Um, I, there is something for everybody. Yes. Yes. Even for people that did not participate all summer in any of the research events, some of this stuff is geared specifically for you. So, you know, like they said, the, the game trailers and stuff like that, get up and go. Go catch. Go play. Go have fun. And enjoy this next, like, month and a half of no Reggies. And I'm waiting to see Terry Wolf's screenshots of his 25,000 Kangaskhan that he gets and his supercharged Mewtwo's all over the place. I'm really excited. Yeah. (sighs) All right. So let's move on to Gear Up. And Kyle's not here. But, you know, by golly, we're going to do a little mini gear up section we're anyway. We're going to try. Yep. So this time it's going to be a little bit on hatching eggs, just a really quick overview on hatching eggs. So strategies for the upcoming regional events, you're going to want to clear out your bag. <laughs> Plain and simple. So hatch them. Do some walking. Do those walks. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> You said that weird. Sure did, but you knew exactly <laughs> Do what those I meant. walks. Do those walkings. Avoid spending too many stops <laughs> and opening gifts if you can, at least for a few days. Yes, your friends might hate you, but you'll hate yourself more if you have a full bag when the event Best goes friends can wait them. a minute. That's fine. Best friends don't let friends have full bags. Fill up their bags. Of eggs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so of course you want to have everything in incubators, but you know, if you don't want to spend money or you want to spend the least amount of money, get super incubators when they're available in boxes for the best deal. The ultra box is still there? Yes, yes, they're fantastic. Get your raid passes, get your incubators. While you can. Yeah. Yeah. Rotate your reusable incubator with two kilometer eggs. Mm-hmm. Don't waste super incubators on them quite yet because the, you know, obviously the return is 
terrible. Less. Yeah, it's what point three you're saving on your two kilometer egg. Sure. The ten kilometer egg you're saving three point three kilometers. Yep. Not worth it. Oh, sorry, it's point seven on two kilometer egg, which is still right. still negligible. not worth it. Yeah. So as far as hatching eggs go. Traveling over 20 miles per hour, if you didn't already know, is kind of the breaking point. So, and your car doesn't really work that well. Even riding a bike. Walking too fast, as we yeah, saw I, yesterday. <laughs> I've taken a bit, my GoPlus on runs with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, slow down. I'm like, no. Well, how many times were we walking around downtown yesterday and we had to keep hitting, I'm a passenger? I wonder if that's just because the GPS kept bouncing off of the houses and the, sorry, the tall the buildings. The skyscrapers, yeah. maybe. And then they'd be like, zoo, 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 zoo. It's like, slow down. And like, I can't. I'm standing <laughs> still. There's traffic. What do you want me to do? I'm going to take the ferry to work. Yeah. Ooh. Fantastic. I, want, I bet the ferry goes slow enough. I, can, I, I can hatch all my eggs on the ferry. Nah. 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 <laughs> nah. You, have to go, you have to go do that for science. I will. I'll um, take the ferry one day. Walking is your best bet since bicycles kind of go over the speed limit. Um, so walking is the best way to go for accurate distance calculations. And of course, if you have an accessory like a Go Plus or a Gotcha, that's arguably the best way to continually hatch eggs. I mean, there's a little bit to say about drift, GPS drift as well, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, not very much. Get out there, hatch eggs. Don't open up anything or spin anything. Don't do anything. Until the 13th. Spin your one stop a day that you need to for your streak. Keep your streak up, but don't go spin those crazy dudes all day and get your 10 kilometer eggs. Otherwise, you'll be walking for three days during the event. I really love your other people voices. They're just, they're so good and creative. Thank you. They all sound the same. No, you have, you have your dopey whatever you just did yep. civilian voice you yep. have your crazed lady in the background voice yep <laughs> yep there's more that's pretty much what and those are the main is ones <laughs> is dopey civilian and crazed lady in the distance that's <laughs> yep yep that's the one uh, <laughs> speaking of crazed ladies in the distance you want to get me. into the book <laughs> you've been talking too much and now it's my turn go for it it's me so for our Pokalore, the Pokemon of the week is going to be Moltres, a little bit late, but we're going to cover him anyway. So he's the flame Pokemon. Moltres is a large avian Pokemon with orange or golden plumage. It has a long flowing head crest and a billowing tail, both made of flames. Additionally, its wings are also shrouded in fiery plumage. Its straight pointed beak is brown, as are its anisodactyl feet. It has short talons. Moltres sheds embers with every flap of its wings, creating a brilliant flash of flames. By dipping itself into the magma of an active volcano, holy cow, this Pokemon can heal itself. (laughs) It migrates to the south with the coming of the spring and Uh, is said to bring an early springtime to cold lands. How relatable. Moltres is rarely seen by trainers. I'm just going to go dip myself in a volcano. Make myself feel better. It's like a hot bath. It's a hot spring for... Yeah. Fictitious like, legends, yeah. legendary Pokemon. Yeah, have you ever, you've heard it like do its yell like in the movies and stuff, right? It doesn't. Can you so, do that again? Okay, no, that, <laughs> that one wasn't so. That one wasn't so good. But <laughs> the legendary Pokemon, <laughs> the legendary Pokemon don't like say their names like regular Pokemon. They just do. scream. They just kind of like, yeah. They just like yell. So Moltres like, like I don't know. They're obnoxious. <laughs> just woke up our cat <laughs> he was okay. really concerned he's taking a nap he's fine yeah anyways he's already asleep again <laughs> what a champion 
<laughs> a life we can all aspire to. <laughs> so the stats from Ultras, uh, max CP is 3272, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's really Great good. attack at 251 and respectable stamina at 180. It's a great fire attacker who falls short to Entei, but with the launch of Sky Attack, Moltres can now be a fantastic Machamp counter, which is awesome. I think we did one of those raids and had full stacks of Moltres after yeah, Moltres Day, yeah. which in, was neat. In the city? Yep. Yeah. And the best movesets are Fire Spin and Sky Attack and Fire Spin and Overheat. Depending on what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I had a really long conversation, and by really long conversation, I mean like a 10-minute back and forth with Kyle last episode about... Sure. The benefits of fire spin mm-hmm. sky attack versus fire spin overheat. He was in the camp of being in favor of monotyping the fire, fire, fire step. Yep. But it's also a flying type, so it also has flying step. Sure. So for those of you that maybe didn't listen last episode, the main selling point that I provided and there's cases for both, is that fire spin sky attack is really great, but for different reasons that fire spin overheat is great. So it doesn't outdate or outclass the mole trace that you had before. You can use it for a different thing. <laughs> so they're all unique. Happy dudes. Yes. Hooray. Nice fire chickens going skinny dipping in volcanoes. That's <laughs> the why they're shiny. Oh because he skinny dipped in a volcano burned. and all of his feathers are gone. Oh no. Oh no. He doesn't have feathers. The volcano, the volcano. The volcano took it as sacrifice. No. <laughs> Volcanoes <laughs> like sacrifices. I've, they I've do. learned anything from watching cartoons as a yeah. child. Goodness. So, on to the Pokepole. So, the previous week was, what's the one major change or update you'd like to see in Pokemon Go? Uh, Mr. Smith Jr. says, transition battle. Terry Wolf, of course, battle system and a new way to make more coins. Mr. Co-Martin, better tracking. I'd like to see Pokemon on the map further away, just like how you can see Pokestops in the distance. That'd be neat. Mm -hmm. Maybe not to the same extent you can see the Pokestops, but, you know, that would actually be pretty cool. I would enjoy that a lot. Alex, aside from the battle system, improved gym functionality and added features such as gym leaders, ooh, and some sort of expansion on the use of gym badges. That would be neat. Good info. Titan Jarman, raid map... Let's see. I'd like to see the Pokemon map further away, just like how you can see Pokestops in the distance. Sure. Maybe not to the same extent. Yep. Three kids, one cat. I like your name. <laughs> I'm ready for Gen 4. Me too. Can't wait to see the silhouettes on my nearby screen again. Hopefully, when we're wrapping up the Kanto region, we will start seeing some Gen 4. Yeah, the, ben- uh, the bets were already out there yes. for late October anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. My money is with three kids, one cat. Okay. That's that's the answer I'm going to go with. Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) Three cats, no kids. Yes. (laughs) We have two cats. We could have three. No. Okay. I love our cats. Think about it. Okay, I'll think about it. Awesome. Uh, And then Robert Matthews, gyms and raids to be more difficult and engaging. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they're working on. Yeah, kind of, except, you know, well, people were saying the X-Rains were too complicated. Right, right. So. The happy medium. Different raid bosses. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, this week for the Pokepole, what part of the Ultra Unlock are you most looking forward to? So that'll be good. Whether it's the 7K eggs, the Kanto region exploration. Mewtwo month. Mewtwo month. Whatever. Just all of thoughts. the legendary birds. What are you looking forward to the most? What what yes. singular aspect are you looking forward Just to one. the most? Yeah. Pick your favorite. <laughs> no, I mean, if you have multiple Pick your things, favorite. Yeah, go ahead and shoot us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com, or we will post this question on the Twitter and the Facebook as well. That's the at, Facebook. At gocastpodcast or facebook.com forward slash gocastpodcast. 
Uh, speaking of emails, we got one email. Email. Got emails. We got an email from emails. Mario Gutierrez. Emails. Hi, guys. Shout out from Andrews, Texas, a.k.a. the middle of nowhere. No, seriously, look it up. Okay. Bummer. You guys are my favorite Pogo podcast. I love hearing the news from you. Thank Thank you. you. Me and my wife are levels 33 and 34. We play casually thanks to my level 29 nephew. Keep it up, guys, and warm regards from WTX. I don't know what that means. I think it's something Texas. Texas? West West Texas? Is it West Texas? Sincerely, Jim Leader Mario. P.S. I didn't know this was a thing until I listened to you guys. Um, but on the podcast, Kyle said that Growlithe and Miltanks are wherever you guys are. Here in West, West Texas, Texas. There it is. Yeah. They are all uh, like ratatats. <laughs> so in the U.S., there are different encounters depending on where you are. Hmm. Well. Well, that's interesting. Mario. Yes. So uh, I, I sent you a reply email. Yeah. So while there's regionals and stuff like that, we talked about this on the show a little bit. I think so. Biomes are mm-hmm. a thing. So biomes are largely, they're kind of an unofficial construct that were made in beta. We've talked about this on the show prior as well. But basically they kind of correspond with the sort of area that you're in in a stereotypical sense. So weather also affects spawns. But on top of that, you also have something, like we said, called a biome. So for us, we're in the Midwest. Uh, we're around a lot of forests. We get the worst biome, we I feel like. We get a lot like. of bugs. <laughs> we get a lot of bugs and, and like... Pidgeys. A couple of water Pokemon every once in a while. Spheels. A lot of spheels. Why do we got spheels? I don't know. They're like, yeah, some ice Pokemon. <laughs> just can chill out. Whatever. They, I don't know. They think seals live well, in the Well, I mean, swamps. Chicago's kind of a tundra in the winter, so maybe they're just going with that but when it's winter time we see more because it's snowy and stuff yeah so i don't know whatever but yeah in west texas you probably have a desert biome or some sort of rock thing so you got like geodudes and fire types and all that and i guess mill tanks (laughs) cow things cows in texas whatever i don't hey that makes sense to me why don't we have cows out here we should have cows we have a lot of real cows out here cows moo cows moo moo Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but thank you so much for writing to Mario. If you guys would like to also write in your email and have it, uh, you know, right on the show or yeah. have us respond to it or what have you, go ahead and shoot us again an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. We like the emails. We do. We, we love like the emails. Them. We do. So that kind of brings us to the end of our show here. It's a little bit shorter today. We are missing Kyle today for some of our flavor commentary that we usually enjoy. Um, Angry flavor. But we really wanted to kind of wait, and we hope that you guys forgive us for having this out a day late. We wanted to wait so that we got all the news we possibly could all in one spot before presenting it to you in our weekly show. So if you guys enjoy the show, please, like I always point out and ask, please go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you guys listen to the show so you know give us a subscribe that helps out a lot but leave us a review also really helps a bunch yeah so we would love you forever if you did that for us please ness yes for next week what's your goal oh uh finish the celebi quest will i will i be able to finish it no i won't you know what what i forgot to mention that i finished my celebi quest the entire way through i know (laughs) you finished your celebi quest i did okay cool so keep going (laughs) i don't think i'll i won't be able to finish by the next time we record because i'm on that seven day thing oh yeah probably not so i'll be wrapping up that part um i think yesterday was yesterday was my first spin so you have two spins yeah Mm -hmm. so i got a few more days uh i'll be wrapping up the celebi quest close to when we record next 
Um, I will hopefully be level 36. That's another goal. And I'm going to walk my Clefable around all the time. Just because. Just because I can. <laughs> it has a 1km buddy candy on yes. it, which is awesome. It's also pretty formidable in gyms. A real fat so, Clefable. So. Yeah, I'm going to stack my Clefable and treat him like a blissy. And just... Maybe nobody will notice. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we I... name him Blissy. Right? <laughs> drop him in gyms. Spiky Blissy. <laughs> Glissy. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to treat him like a Blissy and just stack him up. And that'll be fun. And I'm going to explore my new Pokestops at my new workplace. All right. That sounds like an yeah. adventure. What about you? What do you got going on? Well, I'm only 600,000 away from level uh-huh. 38. So I really want that to be my goal, but there's not going to be a raid train day to help out with that in a very yeah. substantial way. So I'd have to get out and, and play quite a bit. I know mm-hmm. that we have plans this upcoming Saturday, Saturday yep. to play a little bit for a family function. So that'll be fun. Um, but aside from that, I, I think I'm going to have to make a real concerted effort to get out and play. Sure. But now that the Alola Marowak is off of my list, hmm, I think it's going to be... I'm going to try to have my Pokedex finished. Okay. Because, well, my Kanto Pokedex finished because sure, we're sure. going to be getting our, our regional 7K eggs yes. on Thursday. You're so going to try and have all of them by, what, Sunday? Well, I'm only missing two. Okay. I only need Mr. Okay. Mom and Kangaskhan. You're just going to have to hatch those eggs like crazy. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to buy an Ultra Box Zip and just around. have at it. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Okay. I'm going to go for it. Okay. So that's my stretch goal of the week. Actually, those are both pretty big stretch goals. I so. believe in you. <laughs> Lofty, but attainable. Yeah. Pray for me. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers, my friend. Thoughts and prayers. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. But before you go, just a reminder, again, our email address is mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can go ahead and visit our website for all the show notes and everything. That's www.gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at gocastpodcast. Nessa's doing great stuff over there with the Twitter. Woo! And then you guys should like us on Facebook if you like us in, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> in real, ra- invisible radio life. Dot com forward do, slash. Do you like our voices? The GoCast podcast. I hope you do. You just listened to almost an hour long podcast. I hope that we didn't annoy you. Mm. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>